0: You are going to want to avoid this sabotage at all costs when you are growing and scaling your business. You have to listen up here. This is one of those insidious things that we as human beings do, and you have to train yourself to look for it and avoid it at all costs. Avoid this sabotage, okay? Big red neon sign. Big warning here, guys. And I'm going to teach this today based on some of the experiences I've had in my business so that you know one that I didn't just land and have a successful business, that I went through some of the same things that I imagine you're going through. And if you can learn quicker than I can, that warms my heart. Like if you can learn from my experience, you can take this and Implement it, make it work for you. Start recognizing this pattern earlier than I did. Booyah, you're off to the races, right? I'm gonna just say this is like a total rookie mistake in business and yet It's one of those things that entrepreneurs have a tendency to do. So what is it? Well, let me explain the context a little bit more. So let's say something's not working in your business. You're struggling with something. You come to me and you say, X, Y, and Z is just not working, let's say it's a marketing effort or a sales effort or a hiring effort or some way of designing your business model, I am going to ask you, before I dive into how you're doing what you're doing and the details of that, one of the first things I'm looking for is how long have you been doing this for? How long did you give it a shot for, okay? How long did you do it for? And how consistently did you do it? Because the rookie mistake is to start things and then stop them. I call this zeroing out your efforts. You want to avoid zeroing out your efforts. And this happens when you start something new and then stop it. Start something new, then stop it. Start something new and then stop it. And you never get enough traction, you never get enough momentum. You don't give it a good shot. You just say, oh, it's not working. And I'm an overwhelm because I've started too many projects and I haven't finished them. Okay, whether it's projects or efforts or 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 whatnot. And I'm particularly going to point out to you guys that this is a challenge for the things in your business that you have to do consistently that are habitual things whether it's your marketing or your outreach or the way you show up for your clients these are the things that you need to do consistently and oftentimes we don't build enough momentum we zero out our efforts and then we have to start again and it feels like uh, there's all this inner turmoil around it like uh, i i I got off track, I'm not good enough, I can't keep with anything, right? There's this internal noise that then you have to surmount on top of just getting started again. So we want to not zero out our efforts. So let me give you a few examples of what I mean by zeroing out your efforts. And I'm gonna give an example that's outside of the business world because I think it's an analogy that most people can really relate to let's say you are looking to let go of some weight and during the week you're eating really well and it's going great. And you're letting go of that first level of water weight. And then you start shedding maybe a little bit of actual weight and then you get to the weekend and you just let everything go because it's the weekend and you need, you need a cheat day, you need a cheat meal you have social commitments. So you have drinks with friends and then you have appetizers and the fried food and the yum-yums with the man and all of the food that you've been resisting eating, you go crazy on on the weekend. Now this might work as a maintenance strategy, right? Like you kind of watch what you eat during the week and then on the weekends you, you let loose a little bit. That's great if you're in maintenance but if you're wanting to let go of the weight, you're just going to undo all the effort that you did during the week and you zero out your efforts. Same thing if you're looking to get started with a workout routine. If you stop and start it, you've all done this, right? You start doing something, you get some momentum, and then you go on vacation and you say, oh, I don't have to keep doing that. And then you zero out your efforts. And it takes that much more effort to get started again. And then you might say things like, well, such and such didn't work for me. When in fact, you didn't allow it enough time. So again, I'm not saying that you have to be perfect here, especially if you're in maintenance, especially if there's already a momentum going. But I have found that you can fall off the, the, the wagon at any point and... Um, cause yourself a little bit of grief. So you want to make a really conscious choice uh, and make sure that you're far enough into it that you have enough momentum before you stop for any period of time because it can zero out the effort. By the way, that food example, oh my God. So like has been something that I know I've done for forever, right? When I actually am at a weight that I love, then that's a great strategy. I'm all about that because I need to keep some eye on it. Otherwise I, I'm a carbohydrate addict and I will just keep eating carbs all day long and gain weight. That's a little bit crossing the sharing boundary, but if I'm in maintenance mode, that's a totally fine strategy. Watch what I'm doing during the week. And, uh, when I go out or, I'm hanging out with my man, I can let loose a little bit more and that feels fine. Like I'm totally fine about that. But if I'm in a place where I've maybe let loose a little bit too much, then I need to go back to the way that I know is successful for me, which is consistency and not zeroing it out, okay? So now what about a business example? So a good example of this in business was I had a a Facebook group And I still have a Facebook group, by the way, join our Facebook group. If you want to be part of the cool kids club, uh, we have a good time there. It's called the be unstoppable group. And uh, you can find it on Facebook. Um, Back in the day, I had very few people in that group and I would do a question of the day. I would write something in Facebook. I would write a post and I would do a question of the day. And I did this consistently and I got really good engagement. And then I stopped doing it. And guess what? The engagement stopped. So if I was saying to myself, you know, why isn't my Facebook group growing? And then, or why don't I have engagement? I can go back to that and go, oh, look, I stopped doing what worked. And I I zeroed out my efforts. Okay. People do this all the time with outreach, right? Like you need to do outreach, uh, referral calls, sales calls, stay in touch calls. You need to be in touch with the people in your world that are either clients, potential clients, or um, could refer clients to you. And so you need to be doing your outreach calls. And that can be really scary and daunting in the beginning because you're like, who am I to make this phone call? I'm intruding on them, all the inner noise, right? They don't want to talk to me. I'm bugging them, I'm being salesy, all this stuff comes up, okay? Ask me how I know. I had all the same thoughts in the beginning, but I did it consistently anyway, and I built momentum, and I got through some of my internal blogs by doing it consistently. But what I found was that if I stopped like on a Saturday or Sunday, which is like normal, right? People take the weekend off, Mondays were really hard for me because I had zeroed out the momentum. And so it was hard to keep going. So, so that's a way where I was keeping my discipline during the week, but then to get back in it was challenging. And that's not the case, obviously, anymore. And it's not the case if you build up that uh, consistent habit over time, then then you can take some time off. Again, there's maintenance mode and there's getting the thing into liftoff. And those two things are different parts of where you are in your business. Accountability was another thing that was really like I would do it for a few days and then I would fall off. I would do it for a few days and then I fall off. And and accountability specifically about like doing the needle moving things in my business. You could think about this in terms of intention setting. Like there are all sorts of ways that Um, in your business, outside of your business that you need to build consistency. Like we have a morning mindset club. Are you doing that every day? But it could be around your setting your intentions for the day or being in gratitude every day or celebrating your wins every day, spending a few minutes at the end of the day and articulating what worked, what went well, right? Those are all things that if you do them consistently, really, build momentum, but if you stop, you zero out your efforts. You lose the momentum. So I had to learn many things around this. Many, many things. One was consistency. I've talked about that already, but like remembering that consistency is part of success. And entrepreneurs tend to have shiny object syndrome. We like starting projects, but not finishing them. We're ideation people. We like to create new things, Um, but our follow-through is pretty slim. Okay. So building that consistency muscle was a big one. And to build that consistency muscle, you need some discipline. Okay. Discipline means that there's structure. Discipline means that you use your power to choose in favor of a, a logical, intellectual, uh, rational concept, like I'm going to not zero out my efforts. I'm not going to self-sabotage in this way. I am going to keep doing what I'm doing consistently. That's, that's an intellectual concept. What comes up is all the, the feelings that say, oh, you can take the day off. Oh, you don't have to do that today. Oh, it's late. You can skip it oh, that doesn't have to be done right now. It's too late in the day, or you're going to be bothering someone or any number of things that come up that you tell yourself about. So you need to use discipline, your power to choose to stay consistent. Okay. I certainly had to do that. And, and the next thing on here is really around not trusting my feelings and my thoughts. Okay. So I had to learn that my feelings and my thoughts often lie to me, often lie to me. It's the way your subconscious programming keeps you playing safe and sane, not changing, gets you to agree with a feeling of like, this is too hard, or I need a break, or um, I don't have time for that today. All these ways that we talk to ourselves and get us to feel. Get ourselves to feel bad about taking the action when, in fact, the thing that we actually need to do is break through and be consistent. Okay. Next up is persistence. Okay. Sometimes it doesn't look like anything is working. Like sometimes you're doing what you said you were going to do, and there's been no visible uh sensible like anything that you can sense shifting okay you're not seeing the results yet and you're like it's not working it's not working again don't trust those thoughts okay but that's what you what you think it's not working this isn't working and what if that was inaccurate okay now a few things on this you need to know when to stay the course and when to course correct and that is challenging so course correcting is wise if what you're doing truly isn't working, but sometimes you need to give it enough time and be persistent with it and consistent with it so that you can see if it is the right strategy, okay? You might need to just course correct a little bit, like a little shift in your, your how or a little shift in your come from or a little shift in the execution, but not a giant Um, I'm going to stop this and start something else, right? That's a nuance, okay? Now, the flip side of this is you can't keep doing what you've always done, and it doesn't get the results that you want, right? Like that's cray-cray. So you can't keep doing the same thing and hoping for different results. So you have to look at cause and effect. If you're like doing the same thing over and over and over again, you've given it some time, don't throw the baby out with bathwater. Change some small aspects of it first. Ask yourself, well, what aspect of this do I need to shift? Or how could I better my best? Or what would make this more impactful? And and just ask some better questions so that you can then see, oh, I'm going to do this instead. And you're going to give it some time. Okay, You're going to give it some time. So small changes, not this abrupt stopping and starting thing. Okay. So next up, I want to talk about patience. You need to learn to have patience. Now, you need to make quick decisions and you need to learn to have patience. Now, how do those two things go together? So, quick decisions is something that I teach all the time. This is one of the success strategies. And this is the way to get past your inner blocks, your inner limits, your beliefs that keep you stuck. Okay. At at your old set point. And yet, You also need patience, you need to put a plan in place and play it out long enough and not course correct too dramatically or stop or start in order to see if it's going to work. And this has everything to do with the law of gestation. The law of gestation says everything that's a seed has a time period to grow into what it's meant to grow into so a seed an apple seed well apple seeds don't grow into apple trees i I discovered that a long time ago and i was like really that's weird apple trees grow through grafting i don't know how where they lost their seeds um, as a means of growing and maybe i have that wrong please school me up if i do but i just remember when i was really into gardening that you can't plant apple seeds they have to be grafted okay that was a little bit of a random uh tangent but let's say it's a mustard seed if you plant the mustard seed it's going to to grow and we know how long that takes because we've watched it before if we plant a carrot seed we know how long that's going to take to to come into its full production because we've watched it before this is something we've done again and again with an idea or a new marketing effort we don't know how long that's going to take to gestate, to grow in the soil, in the fertile soil until it takes off and grows. You wanna give it enough time. So any, any idea that you have is a spiritual seed. It is under the law of gestation as well. We know that there's a gestation period, but we don't actually know in advance what that gestation period is. So you need to allow your efforts to gestate okay and this requires patience um it's also one of the other things that i learned is to celebrate the small wins oftentimes things are working and you're only seeing that things aren't working and if you can celebrate the small wins she picked up the phone that person responded that person hung up on me but i still made the call right this is a win You can celebrate the small wins that you're going in the right direction. One of the things that I learned early on to say to myself is if there's one, there's many, okay? This is for like a marketing effort or a sales effort. If there's one, there's many, okay? You have to keep going and you have to to really be in consistent discipline here with persistence, with patience, um, understanding that your thoughts lie to you, your feelings lie to you, don't believe them all the time, right? Use the law of cause and effect and and decide small things to course correct on, be patient, celebrate the small wins. And then the last thing that I wanna give you here is to use the law of relativity. Nothing is big or small until we compare it to something else. And oftentimes you think what you're doing isn't working because you're comparing it to someone who's been marketing in this way for 30 years, or three years even, or even three more months than you. And you think you're supposed to be at that level when in fact they've been what? Consistent, disciplined, persistent, patient, putting in the effort, not zeroing out their their efforts, and self-sabotaging, right? So you don't know what's good and what's not good. And this is what's really helpful to be able to, to compare stats with people who have gone before and, and done the thing that you want to do. Okay. And not compare yourself to people that are much further along. Okay. With that, I'm Amira Alvarez. I am the founder and CEO of The Unstoppable Woman. Thank you so much for listening in and for enjoying the podcast and being a loyal listener. Please like, share, comment, all of that. We'd love it all. Be unstoppable, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Take care. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for joining us and being part of the Unstoppable Woman movement. We have got a ton of free resources for scaling your business at theunstoppablewoman.com slash free stuff. And you can find that link in the description below. So go ahead and check those out. And we'd also love your help in getting our message out to more and more women. If you'd be willing to share this video with all the unstoppable women in your life, that would be fantastic. And while you're at it, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Reviews, likes, and comments are greatly appreciated. We go in and read them all. So thank you for those. And thanks for listening and be unstoppable.